In the Word on the Go is brought to you by New Growth Press, the publisher helping every person grow closer to Christ. Before we get started today, I want to take a moment to introduce you to a brand new book called Radically Different. This 13-week study aims to help middle schoolers and young teens view life and especially relationships from a Christian worldview. Each week explores new relationships through the lenses of creation, fall, and redemption. Find your next read to encourage you in your faith and learn more about new releases at newgrowthpress.com. This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm your host, Champ Thornton. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I'm welcoming Sally Michael. Sally is a co-founder of Truth78 and has authored many God-centered resources for children. For 16 years, Sally served as Minister for Children at Bethlehem Baptist Church in Minneapolis under the leadership of John Piper and her husband, David. If you'd like to read some of her writings, check out truth78.org. That's the word truth, number 78.org. Sally and David have two daughters and three grandchildren. Sally, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Champ. It's great to be here. I'm so glad you could join us. I know you're busy and are writing still and would love to hear what's on your mind today. What verse would you have to share with us today? Well, it's very hard to choose a verse, but um, I did choose 2 Corinthians 4, 17 to 18, which is, for our momentary light affliction is producing for us an absolutely incomparable weight of glory. So we do not focus on what is seen, but on what is unseen, for what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. So something made you choose these verses as the ones you wanted to share today, Sally. So can you bring us into that? What's the story here with these verses in you? Yeah, well, we all experience difficulties in life, some small and some not so small. And God's promises carry us through these times and make us secure in our faith. They give us hope. Promises like weeping endures for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them from them all. Or I believe I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of living. And of course, Romans 8, 28. And I think when we're in difficulty, we think of those verses, we rehearse those verses in our mind. But in my adult life, I've had four intensely severe times of suffering, including one that my family is in right now. And this verse has become the ballast that has kept me from going under. It's been an anchor for me. Hmm. And this is why when you're going through trials, they don't feel light and momentary. (laughs) They feel never ending and very heavy. This year, my younger daughter, who's 35, she's a nurse midwife and is single, was diagnosed with gastroparesis, which is a life-altering and incurable disease. Her case is so severe that even Mayo Clinic is consulting on her case around the country as she's Mm. not been able to work since the end of January. She lives with constant nausea and pain every day and is almost completely tube-fed. And even with that, she can't get sufficient nutrition that way because the pain and nausea are so intense. So her losses are great. Her health, her job, her income, her apartment, her independence, the enjoyment of food and flavors, living near her sister and family, which she had just moved across the country to be near her. And then she had to move back home with mom and dad, which gave her four moves in five years. Mm. And that doesn't feel momentary or light. 
And so what do you do when you have times like this? I've had four severe times of testing, and this is the one we're in right now. And so that's why this verse is so meaningful to me. And and if, if I can just have a few more minutes, I'd like to explain why that verse means so much mm-hmm. and, and what it does. The first thing it does is it puts suffering in perspective. It places our trials in the proper context in our lives as Christians. Because our life on earth is really a minute fraction of our lives. We have all of eternity ahead of us. So whatever happens in this life really is momentary. So I like to think of it this way. You think of the length of a football field as eternity, which is obviously a very inadequate analogy because eternity goes on forever and football fields don't. But just for the sake of comparison, eternity is a football field. And we are living in the outside line at the end zone. Hmm. We're living in an inch of our lives with 360 feet ahead of us. So, what happens now is really light and momentary. And this verse gives us the big picture, and it makes us realize, I'm only living in the inch. This is just part of the inch, but I have eternity ahead of me. And then it gives us a promise to hang on to, which is why I like verse 17 and 18 together. The suffering that we go through in this life, in the inch, is producing in us an absolutely incomparable eternal weight of glory. And those those are really strong words. Absolutely incomparable eternal weight of glory. But you know what? That glory does not come without some work. It says it's being produced. (laughs) It's a process. It takes time and effort. It takes some pain and it takes some heaviness. But this light momentary affliction is producing a spiritual inheritance that is incomprehensible. And so we have to rejoice about that. If we love spiritual fruit, we love the Lord, we have to rejoice about the spiritual fruit that's being produced. And then the other thing that I think is so wonderful about these verses, it shows us how to fight the fight of faith. Because it is a battle to believe these verses. It is a battle to go through suffering, uh, trusting the Lord. So it gives us a battle plan. And that battle plan is focus on what is unseen. Focus on the spiritual fruit God is producing in your heart. Focus on the gospel witness that's being lived out through our suffering. Focus on the sustaining grace that God gives us to get through every day. Focus on the heavenly reward that awaits those who persevere. So all the suffering we experience is really temporary. It's just for a length of time within the inch. It's light compared to the weight of glory that awaits us. So we fight the fight of faith by focusing on the unseen eternal things, which is basically following Jesus' example, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. So it teaches us to follow our Lord. So when we hear this verse, it's easy to think, wow, that's what we need to do. But then actually to do it, that's just much more difficult. How do we make that transition from knowing to actually living this out? I think it's difficult to live out because it is, it's a discipline and it's a fight to keep renewing our minds daily, hmm. to focus on the eternal, to get outside of our feelings and to preach to ourselves what we know to be true. Hmm. The enemy doesn't want us to focus on the unseen eternal things. He wants us to focus on the here and now, what we can see and feel. And we're so used to instant gratification in our culture that the battle to look beyond today is really huge. Hmm. We are used to comfort, so eternal realities sometimes don't seem so precious in light of our discomfort. And that's a lie of the enemy, and the way that we fight it is fighting with truth. And that's a battle. It's hard work. And so I think we need to be prepared. It's going to be a battle, but the Lord will help us in that battle. How do you hope the Lord might use these verses to change our lives? 
my hope is that we'll, it'll help us set our minds on things that are above and not on things that are on the earth hmm. when we go through suffering. And that our demeanor, our trust in the Lord, our joy in the midst of trial, our hope in eternity will encourage the saints to persevere and will be a witness to a sick, sinful, dying world. How have you helped other people apply this verse to their lives? I think I've used this verse to encourage others in times of trial. You know, you can always tell who has suffered and who has not. Hmm. They have a different way of encouraging one another. And the Bible doesn't say that this trial is not hard, and it doesn't feel like it's long or lasting or forever. God understands that we are dust, hmm. and He tells us to weep with those who weep. So, I think we empathize with those who are suffering, and I think that's okay to do, and I think the Bible would call us to do that. But then, we gently help them to see how their suffering compares to what is being produced in their lives through the suffering and the eternal weight of glory that awaits for them. So, we help them fight by helping them focus on their eternal realities, on the sustaining grace that God gives you each day, the mercies that are new every morning. We don't have to stay conformed to this world, but we can be transformed by the renewing of our minds. So, I think when you have suffered and you have worked and fought through these things, you are in a really good position to use a verse like this because you've lived it. You're giving them the eternal word of God, which has power. But you've also lived that word, which then gives them the hope that you can live through it with victory. That's a good word. So, Sally, thank you for being on the podcast today. Thank you for opening up your heart and sharing what the Lord is doing in your life and your family's life right now. Would you just take a moment and pray this verse as we close? Sure. I know, Lord, that our suffering does not always feel light and momentary. But I thank you that you are the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our affliction, so that we are able to comfort others with the comfort you've given us. So, in the times of deep waters, I pray that you would help us not to walk by sight, but by faith. Help us not to listen to our emotions, but to fight with truth. Help us to see our lives in the light of eternity, to know that this life is temporary and passing away very quickly. It's but a vapor. Help us to stand firm in the unshakable truth that you have stored up for us an eternal weight of glory, an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unbated, kept in heaven for us. We know that you are working in our circumstances to produce spiritual fruit like patience, empathy, peace, joy, and unshakable faith. These are eternal treasures. So help us not to look at the temporary, seen things, but to focus our minds and our hearts on what is unseen and eternal as we await the joy that is set before us through the redemption bought by your Son. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. This episode is brought to you by New Growth Press, which aims to bring gospel-centered resources to every church and home. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.